Hi everyone. Let's talk about web data. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, data in marketing analytics, of course. Um, you think about the whole uh, the differences between primary and secondary data. Um, the amount of secondary data out there is tremendous. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the number of bytes of data uh, available on the web is just its astronomical. can't even comprehend how many bytes or even megabytes there are. Um, and the beauty of this, but also the challenge of this, is we can use a lot of this data uh, for our own purposes. Um, so we have progressed to the point where we don't have to just manually kind of collect secondary data. Now we can do it uh, with some technologies as well. And so uh, that's what we want to talk about a little bit uh, today. Um, you know, want to talk a little bit about social listening, talk a little bit about web analytics, a little bit about content and sentiment analysis, so you kind of have an idea of um, you know, different sources of data and the ways we can collect data um, you know, to make better, more informed marketing decisions. Okay, um, and then you know the the collection of that data and analyzing that data uh, should inform our marketing strategy and help us, you know. Over time, I mean, it's kind of a continuous process. You collect data, you analyze data, you update your marketing strategy, and then you start over. It's just an endless loop. So one thing we do is called social listening, and this is just basically we are extracting data from the internet. Um, the data is things that people are saying on the internet, be it Twitter or Facebook or uh, blog posts, things like that. And we have lots of tools to allow us to do that. Uh, Hootsuite, uh, there's something called Tweet Reach you can use as well. Uh, can help you kind of gather what people are saying out there to, to make some decisions. And again, like we've said, kind of better your or improve your marketing strategy. Okay. Um, there are what we call single attribute tools that focus on you know one particular uh, attribute of a post. So maybe it's text, maybe it's a particular image, maybe it's a hashtag. Um, then we have what we call multi-platinum, sorry, multi-platform social listening tools that allow us to connect to multiple different platforms at the same time. Uh, so for example, Hootsuite, you can use it to track Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn all at the same time, which is really nice. Okay, and then we finally have what we call native social listening tools. So some social media platforms have their own social listening tools that you can use for your own purposes. A good example of this would be Facebook. Okay, um, talking a little bit more about single attribute tools, uh, TweetReach I mentioned is a good example of that. Um, you know, you can use it to determine you know the reach of individual tweets and activity related to tweets. Um, it's, it's a really great tool. It's got a free version on the internet. TweetReach.com uh, can help you. Um, is where you would go to to set it up and start to to use it. And the cool thing with with the free accounts, especially, is you can just kind of play with it and kind of see uh, what there is to see before you make any sort of you know, serious efforts at, at using it using it as part of your your analytics tactics. Okay, um, and then the multi-platform tools like Hootsuite. Again, you can gather data from all kinds of different sources. 
and you can break it down based on language and geography and uh, all kinds of things. It's really nice. Uh, the native tools we talked about, Facebook Insights is a very good example of this. Um, you can learn a lot about, you know, visibility of things you've posted, kind of where your viewers have come from, uh, you know, likes, things like that. You can even break it down to time of week, time of day. Uh, can, get, can get as detailed as you really want it to be. Then we have what we call web analytics, which is just basically, you know, analysis of traffic on a particular website. And generally, this would be your website, right? Okay. Um, Google Analytics is a very, very, very popular user-friendly um, web analytics tool. You can attach it to your particular website and use it to uh, use it to track information. And again, the amount of information you can track is innumerable. And, so much so that you wouldn't even know what to do with all of it. Uh, but things like referrals, which is just basically how did the each visitor come to your site? What site led them or referred them here? Um, direct, you know, direct uh, uh, visitors or ones that just physically typed your uh, email address into a browser. Uh, people can come via ads. They can come via what we call an organic search, which is just a Google search basically um, and so this can help you determine you know how do people get here and how do we you know, cultivate that and maybe how do we fill in the gaps with those that we aren't getting a lot of traffic from okay if you do ad campaigns you can get even more deta detailed information about um, you know just when did people view the ad where do they view the ad you know did it result in a particular purchase so you can, um, you know, kind of track the, the profitability of any particular ad campaign. Um, acquisition reports kind of related to, um, you know, referrals, just basically where do they come from? You know, how do they get there? Behavior reports, uh, basically, uh, once someone is on your site, how do they behave? So what pages do they go through? What is their, what we call click stream? Just basically, what is the pattern of their navigation through your particular site? Um, it's very important because you want to make sure that the most important pages are highly visible and are easy to get to. And um, you know, understanding how visitors get there can maybe inform you on how to make that a, a much smoother process for them. Okay, conversion reports. This is has to do with, uh, especially with e-commerce. Um, you've uh, got people that are buying your products. Um, you know. At, at, how, how did they come to, you know, a particular product page? Uh, lots of other things there that, uh, that we can look at with our conversion reports. Then we have something called lifetime value. Just basically we can track individual customers and track their purchases and track how much money we've spent, you know, advertising to them to determine, um, you know, what is their long-term value to us in dollar figures. Uh, audience reports, just kind of a very graphically graphically pleasing we can say very graphical um, report that talks about the breakdown of visitors you know by age demographics geography lots of different things so again can help you understand who your customer is and, and design marketing strategy that's, that's going to better reach them okay then we have content analysis so we can go out and basically study content that's out there on the web you know, uh, could be text, could be photos, could be videos, uh, could be audio, 
Uh, we, there are lots of technologies that allow us uh, to, to collect these things. There are some that are um, you have to pay for. Um, LIWC, which stands for Linguistic Inquiry and Word Count, um, is, is one that you can use to help you uh, figure out you know, what people are saying out there. Um, it can convert strings of text into you know, psychological uh, traits, things like that. Uh, the, the software program R is totally free. They have some uh, uh, pieces of software that you can use to do this content analysis on your own. Requires a little bit of, of you know, technical expertise, but it's not, it's not super hard. Um, lots of other text analysis tools out there um, can, can help you, um, you know, gather data on what's, what's being said out there. Sentiment analysis tools, this is like content analysis, but it, it, it makes an attempt to uh, classify, you know, the attitudes in particular texts to, you know, being, are they, are they saying positive things, negative things, or is it some sort of neutral thing? Okay, so lots of other tools you can use to do that, okay? Kind of switching gears here, uh, we may want to know what's popular on Google in terms of search volume. You know, what, is, what is it that people are searching for? Um, so we can use what's called Google Trends and their Google Trend Index to basically uh, get detailed information about uh, what people are searching for and you can even type in a search term and kind of look at its its history over time. When has it been the most, you know, yeah, when is it a popular search term and kind of when is it not? Okay. Um, so lots of lots of different content analysis tools, these search volume tools um, that we've really talked about and can really help you kind of um, you know understand how the customer behaves online online and uh, can help you figure out how to be there, you know, to be in their in their uh, their field of vision, so to speak. Okay. Um, we've talked about Google Trends a little bit, just getting back to it, kind of the metric for Google, Google Trends. It's just a Google Trend Index. It's on a scale of 0 to 100, with 0 being no searching at all, and 100 is kind of means an enormous amount of searching. Okay, and it gathers data from lots of different places, not just Google Search, but also Google News, Shopping, YouTube, and then it just uh, puts them in a very graphically, um, you know, user-friendly format and you can track uh, multiple search terms at the same time and get you know nice little um, overtime uh, line graphs you can also look at it by geography um, it's really really quite interesting um, so you know given where you are in time when you're listening to this um, you know you can uh, you know put some search terms related to some particular current event and you'll probably see some particular spikes in um, the, the Google Trend Index at that particular point in time. You know, and you can even go back. Maybe something happened a few years ago. You can use that uh, to kind of look at, you know, when things kind of spike. Okay. Um, cool thing about Google Trends is you can you can break it down uh, by hour as well. So you can see what time of day people are searching for it. May be relevant to you and your business, maybe not. Okay, um, so lots of really great information can be gleaned from that. Uh, Google Ads. Um, this is their, um, you know, 
commercial products where you can actually place ads online. The ads will be placed um, in, you know, on Google in, uh, uh, you know, the field of vision of viewers that maybe search a particular keyword or they've got some certain characteristics that you've been able or that they've been able to track. Okay. Um, just like Google Analytics, there is a significant amount of uh, data and reports that you can uh, keep an eye on related to your Google ad deployment and, you know, click rates and conversion rates and things like that. Okay. Lots of other keyword tools out there to help you find out what keywords are, you know, popular. You know, you may want to run through a, a long list for your particular company or industry to see, you know, which ones are the most popular. And those are certainly ones that you would want to include uh, in your digital marketing. So searchvolume.io is a place. SERPS, S-E-R-P-S dot com is another place. Wordstream.com. Um, there's lots of others as well. If you just did a Google search, you could find uh, even some more. Okay. Um, you know, lots of other commercial uh, data tools. There are companies that collect data on products, data on trends, uh, market trends, that is, uh, customer details, uh, and they can provide you this, this uh, information in, in the form of reports. Um, generally, it's going to be pretty expensive, but it is, you know, certainly an option. Uh, public data tools as well. Um, the U.S. Census is a good place to get data that's totally free. Um, there are other places as well. Um, data scraping. You can actually uh, download a piece of software and uh, with just a little bit of training you can actually tell it to go to a website and, and extract all the data into a Excel file or maybe even a, a different file format. So allow you to um, um, you know, have all that data collected quickly and have it, uh, you know, given to you in a very user-friendly kind of convenient format. Okay, um, so data scraping is what's that what is what that is called. Um, there's something related to it called a web crawler, um, which uh, basically can can kind of expand the kind of the the scope of what you're doing in data scraping. Okay, lots of Lots of uh, products out there. There's one called Spinner. Uh, you can use Dex.io is another one that you can use. Octoparse is a really good one that, can, that you can use. Um, know that a lot of uh, websites, they have some things in place to prevent scraping from happening, but a lot of websites, they don't, they don't necessarily think it's that big of a deal. Uh, so... You know, the information is already there and people can click through it. So why not just allow them to, to scrape it off if they want, okay? Um, cool thing about most of these tools is you don't have to be some, you know, uh, highly trained programmer. Um, programs are pretty user-friendly. They Most of them have generally detailed tutorials and handbooks to help you figure out how to do everything. And uh, so just, you know, give some a try and, and figure out uh, how to use them and, and kind of play around with them. Okay, um, and then you can get to more uh, detailed technical information like uh, tokenization and document frequency matrices. Not going to get into a whole lot of detail um, about those right now. Uh, just know that uh, uh, again, they just take data and they do some analyses with them. Okay, 
Um, and, and one of the things with with uh, a lot of these technologies, you've got to you got to specify a number of things, you know, related to uh, the organization of the data. You know, what do we do with punctuation? What do we do with symbols? Because you know, it's going to run some sort of automatic sentiment analysis. Um, it doesn't really know what to do with with punctuation. Okay. All right. So we've talked a good bit about uh, social listening as well as content analysis. So you know, really, kind of just briefly to explain the difference between the two. You know, social listening is is information gathered from you know social platforms. So platforms that uh, where the where the the data is or the the content of the site is primarily user generated. Okay. Um, social listening also doesn't do any analysis. It just basically gathers the information for you. Um, whereas content analysis, you know, it can it, it will gather the data and also um, and analyze the data as well. Okay. And content analysis is is you know routinely used for segmentation, targeting activities. You know, collecting, you know, consumer sentiment about brands and uh, ideas and things like that. So, anyways, that's all I have. Um, there's a million resources out there uh, on, uh, you know, secondary data and the, you know, collection analysis and analysis of that and the technologies for you that you can use to do that. So, um, just kind of look around. You can find a lot of stuff. So, if you have questions, let me know. Thanks.